Hello, hello. Happy Monday. Welcome to your stimulus update and news report. It is Monday, May the 23rd. This is for all you entrepreneurs and small businesses owners out there. We have a lot to get to uh, this or uh, today, this afternoon. If you're new, welcome. Let us know who you are, where you're hailing from, uh, and what your business is. Drop us a comment. I see some of you are already out there. So as you know, there's many programs gonna, that I'm going to be talking about today. If you have questions, drop them in the comments uh, as well. I will try to get to them live. Uh, if I do not, I will definitely follow up after the show. You will always find the resources in the description and the show notes of this broadcast. And then later after I close it out, you will uh, you will see them in the comments as well. Uh, so we make it easy for you all to be able to find resources that uh, we have available uh, as well. So we're going to be talking about uh, idle closing, what you need to know about that, some new programs uh, that are coming on board, uh, what to look for as far as stimulus relief. So we're just going to get right into it. Don't forget to subscribe, follow us where we, wherever we are on social media. Tag whoever you need to tag because this is important information. And still today, there's so many entrepreneurs and small business owners that don't know about the programs that are available uh, right now, right? That can help th support their small business. So it's important that we continue to share out the information, tag who we need to tag so that they can take whatever appropriate action they need to take so that they can achieve their business goals so that they can get a financial lifeline uh, for their business. So uh, let's get started. So I mentioned before that there was the house passed this $55 billion small business re, uh, relief bill. They passed it. It went to the Senate. Well, guess what happened? The Senate shut down the bill. What does that mean? They took up a vote. They did not have enough votes. And so it is dead. Uh, now the Senate had their own $48 billion restaurant uh, bill um but they the, the vote shut the 55 billion that would have provided uh relief for those that had applied for the restaurant revitalization uh revitalization fund and uh many more small businesses so now we're waiting to see what happens if there's another version that comes out or what happens with the senate bill that they had proposed but again it got shut down and at the point where uh, we're still in a pandemic and we're dealing with inflation. We're dealing with so the cost. I mean, I've ordered food the other day on Uber Eats, like, and it is, it is super expensive. Buying groceries is super expensive. So just think about the restaurants that are dealing with all of these costs. When you go out to eat, I'm sure you've seen when you're ordering, the costs have gone way up. Why? because their costs have gone way up and so they have to uh they have to transfer some of the costs onto uh us uh, the consumers so we continue to to push we have to continue to advocate uh for uh, more relief and more help uh because these are just the impacts that happen when you have a pandemic right so they happen but we also need uh, some relief. So I will keep you all posted on that. I'm very sad to hear that they did not agree to, to pass it. But this is the thing. Understand that you have a voice, you have power. You know, who who we vote into office really matters. 
okay? So take a look at your representatives in your states. And many of you all have told me like your states are not really doing anything. It's not that they didn't get funding, it's that they're not doing what they need to do to better support the small business community, right? And so look at those that voted down grants that they know these hard hit industries need. Like it's not even a question. More than nine, I believe nine, uh, uh, 90,000 or more uh, restaurants alone closed during uh, the pandemic and continue to close, right? So we want, we don't want that. They, they are the, they hold up our communities, right? So many, more than 40%, which is too high of black owned businesses closed during the pandemic. I mean, so we, we definitely need more relief uh to be made available uh let me make sure that this is uh operating correctly here give me just a second i don't know sometimes this is let me know if you all can hear me out there um and and see me clearly okay because <laughs> this is important information so i will give you more uh, information on that one thing that i do want to mention as well is that uh there are a number of states right now that are rolling out uh stimulus checks right they, they may call it um uh, uh inflation stimulus check or some other type of stimulus payment uh, they may have varying requirements so you just want to check with your state typically they put out some type of news release or they may even uh, uh send you something about it in the mail but what it looked like the amounts of the checks are different uh in different states we know that california and new york have been really been uh leading uh in a lot of the relief uh efforts that have been uh put out for small business and entrepreneurs so really if you're in those states the ones that are really doing have a whole lot of programs out you if you're not taking advantage of it i don't really i don't know what to say you gotta get plugged in right it's not a same situation as some of these other states that really have not done the uh made the best use of the money uh that have been given to them from the federal government so what happens is, is that money's reallocated to other states that are using the money but then the people in the state don't get the help that they need because the state is slow to move so you we have to be proactive and call our state like let them know that we need the help that we need like what are they doing they're they're getting the funding so why they're not spending it on us i i have no idea right but we we have to use our voice and we have to use our power so but these stimulus checks uh will are coming out and i will put some more information in the comments uh, after the broadcast is over uh, so it's, it may be about eight to 10 states and they may continue to roll them out uh, because we continue, inflation is continually uh, rising here. So look out for that, that information uh, in your particular states. Um, I want to bring uh, to your attention, just a circle back on student loan cancellation, student loan forgiveness. I did a video maybe about a week ago. If you missed that video, please go watch that video if you have a student loan or you know someone that has a student loan uh because there are billions of billions have been already canceled billions more will be canceled or are forthcoming because of the numerous changes that the current administration has made 
So there's some temporary changes, some permanent changes, some waivers that have been put into place that what it does is it's going to expedite your forgiveness, okay? So I really wanna call out the $17 billion that is available for forgiveness for public service workers. This is, if you are not even currently a public service worker, you were a public service worker, you want to go to that video, click on the link for public service worker forgiveness because there have been some temporary modifications that you need to jump on, okay? So that you can expedite your ability to get forgiveness. And one of my peers actually posted the other day about her. She was numerous credits away from forgiveness. It bumped her. She went, did everything that she was supposed to do, bumped her up. So I believe the next three months, her entire loan, over $100,000, will be canceled, wiped out, zero. And I on that in that video, I had a special guest who also had her student loan canceled. Over $100,000. I believe hers was $127,000, around $127,000. That is now zero. She does not have to pay it back. That's why it's so important to stay connected and plugged in and take action. So when I said to take action, to take action on it, because these things don't just stay, you have to take action when they are available. So if you are a public service worker, please take the steps that you need to take so that you can get this student, your, um, your loans forgiven. Uh, and so it, it's just an amazing thing. And I'm glad that many people are starting to share their story uh, because it's so important to let other people know that may not, may not know uh, that this is possible for them. So I'm constantly on the lookout. Like I just got my Navient, uh, um, my monthly Navient statement again uh, <laughs> today when I look uh, and it said, um, you know, I'm on the income-based um, plan. And so that's what I recommend for everyone because there's changes to that program that again are gonna expedite your ability to get forgiveness, right? And so that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for uh, that statement to come through that says that my student loans have been canceled, uh, but it is a process. So all of these things people are asking me are already at play here, but how much time it takes to get to you, right? Uh, I, I don't know that, right? Because they have to implement all the things, uh, update the, the calculators that uh, where service providers were not properly calculating uh, your your lo your loans, right? And your payments. Because if they're not properly calculating your payments, how do they know if you've already reached your, uh, your, um, uh, your number of years before your forgiveness takes place, right? So I'm expecting forgiveness. Like one of mine, my, my undergraduates should have been forgiven, right? So my expectation is that it will be forgiven uh, now or early 2023. And best believe when it does happen, uh, I will be announcing it uh, here uh, to the She Boss Talk community, uh, again, to let you all know that what is possible, that th this is real. But if you don't take the actions you're supposed to be taking, uh, it can't happen for you if you're not taking action. So again, I encourage you all and, and go tell your friends and your peers. Uh, the next thing is the idle program. So we know if you go to the IRS website, uh, not the IRS, the SBA website, sba.gov forward slash idle, 
you will see that they've are they updated their website. They shut it all down. Uh, the applications uh, that were in process on May the sixth, they updated the website to say that everything is is closed. They're no longer processing. Um, so they're processing a few depending on where you are in the process. So if you are one of those that either were in reconsideration or you were requesting an increase, let me know in the comments because uh, some of my peers had just gotten letters that told them to apply for the increase. Uh, but I know at the time that they closed or made the six, there were 9,000 applications in the reconsideration process so let me know if you're still in process if you've received any correspondence from the sba uh please let me know because i know some said that they did receive correspondence saying that the sba was no longer processing but again it depends on you know where you are because they're shutting down the portal and one one of the things that i recommended if you can still get in there uh, is that you download all your documents. I always say how important it is. Uh, don't know if they will uh, make like a, uh, do another extension, but a short term only for those that were in process. Uh, I, I don't know, but you can advocate for, uh, for that to happen. You can uh, push for that to happen. Uh, so I will be monitoring to see if, if that is the case, but I know there are a few that continue to be processed, but you can see that number is even lower compared to the many thousands uh, that have applied for the program and received uh, funding uh, through the program. So if you do have an idle loan, please understand that it is a loan. It is different from a grant in that you do have to pay it back. Yes, it's deferred 30 months from your origination date, the day you took out the loan, but interest still accrues and it's accruing daily. So uh, you need to work with your financial uh, advisors, uh, your team, uh, so that you make the best plan for yourself. Uh, so even if you're just paying on the interest, yes, it's a 30 year term. Nobody, nobody keeps a loan for 30 years, uh, but work out that, that payback plan uh, on that. Um, and I know they keep they keep pushing it back so that you all we have more breathing room, right? You have more time to pay it back to get through the effects of the pandemic and the like. There's still push calls for forgiveness, but it has not happened. Haven't heard any word that it will happen. We just don't know. It will be great. You'll be the first to hear about it if it does happen. But you need to plan for the fact that it is a loan that needs to pay back be paid back and how and what is your plan to be able to pay that back what is your plan to be able to make that money uh, that you receive work for you right for the, all of those that got the loan and even if you got the grant what is the plan to make that money work for you because ten thousand dollars is a lot of money so if you got the ten thousand congratulations that's a lot of money what are you using it for right if you got the supplemental five thousand dollars right that is a lot of money and fifteen thousand is a lot of money and it can really transform your business if you manage the funds uh correctly right so make sure that you're doing that i also want to let you know that the house the house have advanced bills uh to on what to do to handle the idle fraud and PPP fraud. So we know that many of these big programs, these were two of the most popular 
programs, many uh, bad actors took advantage of the program and there's many uh, uh, prosecutions happening, convictions happening, just Google it, uh, every day. Uh, they're happening around the country. I mean, the fraud was huge across all of these programs and uh, they want the the people that did committed the fraud acts to be held accountable. Uh, so I mentioned that the OIG submitted a report to the uh, to the SBA, and they want the SBA to take action, even on those uh, that received the ten thousand dollar grant idle grant uh, back in twenty twenty that should not have gotten it when the when they were only giving out one thousand dollars per employee so there were businesses that said that they had 10 employees or, or claim and got ten thousand when they should have only got one thousand so know that they're still working on a plan on how to address that and uh and the likelihood that they will come back to you and you have to verify the amount that you receive was accurate for your business uh is possible is highly possible so just get ready for that get ready for that right because if you at that time it doesn't matter if they change the rules down the road if when you apply and the rule said that based on your business you should have only got one thousand dollars and you got ten thousand and you can't substantiate that you're gonna have to pay it back and there may be there may be consequences for that uh because the government does not play with their money okay so but if you were if you did everything above board you don't have anything to worry about you have your documentation you you shouldn't have anything to worry about but i i know uh business owners that receive more than they should have uh in loans and in grants so just anticipate that they they may come back uh and you may have to pay that money back okay uh, it always works like that i mean any any program if you if you weren't entitled to it and they find out you weren't entitled to it because of any misrepresentations and things like that uh errors then that you are accountable as the business owner uh who applied for the program and uh i don't care and they don't care if you hire someone else to do it like many of you all did and many of you all hire people that didn't know what they were doing or they took advantage of you took your money and you don't know where to find this person. They they took off somewhere with your information. You don't know how to access your information. Uh, I I never recommend that. Even if I, if I'm hiring someone to do it, I I need my documentation, right? I need to see what the final results were. I need my hands on it because ultimately I'm the one responsible. If any of the anybody any agency comes back asking me questions they're not going to ask them that they're not going to hold them accountable they're going to hold you accountable and me accountable as the business owner so uh you know these are things to you know just be mindful of is that uh they take this fraud seriously and what happened with the fraud is that those of us that were in process that it took us longer we didn't get it we could have gotten it but for the fact that many of these bad actors took millions and millions and millions of dollars that could have went to other small businesses that really needed it okay now uh let's move on to the state small business credit initiative so i did a video last week if you missed this video please go back and check out the state small business credit initiative 
Uh, so many uh, of you all have followed up with uh, followed up, and we're asking questions uh, about this program. And some of you all said that you reach out to your state, and they don't know anything about it. Blah blah blah. I don't know who you're reaching out to. Okay, your state is huge. I don't know who you're talking to, but this is a known program. Okay, uh, it is a known program it all, that already exists. It has been enhanced and extended with $10 billion to the program. Now, states have to apply, right? They have to apply and talk about their plan, how they're gonna roll it out, how it's gonna benefit their small business constituents, right? They apply for the funds. Now it's starting to roll out. So it's rolling out to the state, just like every other program is rolling out to the states. Uh, and how quickly that happens, I don't know. But I know three states have already issued press releases. Like I said, anytime these programs roll out, they announce it, right, that we have now uh, made this funds available in the process. And then it takes time for the states. Some of these states, again, they're slow. They may not have people dedicated. They have, may have antiquated systems. Uh, some of them times they wait to the, the last absolute deadline, like some of you all do, to apply, <laughs> right? So, uh, so then they're at they're at the the back of the line. So, I what I do know is that every state has this program. So, start at your governor's office and your business center, where I say to start for everything. Start and ask them at the governor's office and your business office about the program. Okay, every state has it. Uh, now, as far as the federal dollars, uh, the uh, $10 billion, I know that Michigan just announced uh, that they will be re receiving up to $237 million uh, in this program. Maryland uh, will receive up to $198 million, uh, and Hawaii will be receiving up to $62 million. So every state is different in the amounts uh, that they will receive for these programs. And again, it's another opportunity for you all to be able to get funding uh, through your state's different programs. So I explained in that video the programs that are here in Ohio, uh, some of them uh, that I'm actually uh, working on getting access to uh, is not just this program, it's many more. It's technical assistance program. So these are dollars that they're giving that they then create these programs for you, the small business owner, to get you venture capital, get you low to zero interest loans, uh, and all types of things, uh, new technical support, monies, grants for that. So you have to be plugged in and connected. That's all I can tell you. I can't, I can only give you the information is what you do with it, right? Because I cannot come to everybody's state. I, I deal in the state that I'm in, and that's Ohio. You know what state you uh, you operate in. You need to be vigilant and proactive and start talking to your business leaders and your governors, right? Uh, get in there and fit, find out what's happening. Uh, and they always have a business portal. Every single one, start there. If you want to know what's happening with your state as far as small business and what types of opportunities they offer, every state has a, a some type of small business portal. Uh, where you can find out what types of uh, opportunities they offer. You can find out who leads what agency or department within the, the state government. Start there. That's what that's what I did. That's what I did. That's what I continue to do. 
but this credit initiative uh, is huge to be able to give uh, be able to give funding. So when you're talking about you know uh, idle closing and PPP closing, understand that there are other alternatives, uh, other alternative funding. Uh, that is available, working capital that is available to you to support you and your small business. So even if you missed out on that, you know, uh, the SBA has other loans. I've done vi videos on that. Uh, one of their most popular programs is the 7A loan. So we assist with that. So getting an understanding, going to the SBA's website, learning more about the funding opportunities that they provide. And then, you know, we also provide other types of funding as well. We, I mean, just this week, uh, over the weekend, I received 100 applications uh, for funding. Uh, I mean, we help even uh, gig workers, the smallest of businesses, making a minimum of $3,000 uh, per month uh, consistently over the last three months has an opportunity to be able to get funding through our program. So know that there is there are other capital solutions that are out there. Uh, is not just the idle program, okay? So that's closed. There's other uh, opportunities. There's lines of credits that you can tap into uh, and more. There's grants that you can tap into. Uh, there's so many opportunities that are available. One thing that I want to explain, because I spoke to many business owners uh, this past week, um, because we help businesses get so much funding, and let me explain it this way. Uh, if you if you're applying for any type of lending uh, product, right, uh, where you have to pay it back, and you say, for instance, uh, in April, that we're in May, in April, you made $100,000, okay? And this month, uh, well, in the month before that, you made $80,000. If it doesn't matter how much you made, if your balance is zero or is negative, there is absolutely no lender that is going to lend your business money with zero dollars in the bank and especially not if you are in the negative right so i you know continue to educate on this so then you are aware and you can plan to make sure that you meet the requirements because sometimes people get upset and they're like oh i met all the requirements no you did not okay so maybe you met the minimum eligibility requirements, right? That says, okay, you need to have $3,000 at minimum. That's the minimum requirements. All that says is that you're eligible to apply. It does not guarantee that you're gonna get approved for a loan, line of credit, or a grant. It just says you can apply. Then they evaluate a number of different factors. But to think that a lender would loan you money with no money in the bank is not realistic, okay? Because the expectation is that you will pay them back. This is not a grant. Loans and grants are totally different. Grants, you don't have to pay back. Loans, you do. So they're risking their money on you, that you they're gonna give you an opportunity to get through the money you need to take care of whatever that challenge is or whatever that opportunity is, and the expectation uh, is that you, the business owner, will operate with integrity and pay them back, right? And that you are applying for funds that you can pay back, right? So you you need to have money in your account when you're applying for any type of capital, working capital. Uh, otherwise, you know they can see all of these things. They have they have all kind of tools and systems. They know. 
Uh, you cannot uh, trick them. Uh, you know, and people try it. People try. You cannot. Uh, so know that they will know. They go link in. They verify your account information, and everything is technology driven, right? So many of you are a suspect on. They want to link into your bank accounts, and it's like, okay. I mean, it's twenty twenty two. That's what they do. That I mean, that is typical, and that is the quickest way to get you the money you need. That's how they can get you money in a day, right? And they don't have to take days or weeks for it to get lost in the mail, snail mail, to mail you a check. It's in your account today or next day. That's how they do it. That's also how they get their money back, right? Um, based on the payment terms that you signed and agreed to. That that's how it that that's how it works. So they have to verify, they have to pay, give you the money, and then recoup their money based on the terms that you have agreed to. That is how it works. So we want to get to the place that we understand how it works, get our businesses positioned so we can take uh, advantage of these opportunities that are out here and available, right? I don't want you all to keep missing out because you just have not taken the necessary steps as a business owner to get your business organized, to make sure that you're using proper systems, and, and including having a business bank account, right? So even we can help you with a personal account, but if, but it's still limiting. Like for some of you are making a lot of money, you're still limited because you have a, a personal bank account. You are limited in the amount you can get, and we're the only ones that can give it to you, okay? So know that there are other alternatives out there available to you that are available. Um, I was just watching a great video, um, an interview with the, uh, chair of the Department of HUD, HUD Housing and, and Urban Development. I mean, it was. It, I'm still watching it, right? So after I get off of here, I'm gonna go back and watch it uh, because it's such important information on what's happening. So on uh, Thursday, I will be talking about the new ten ten point three billion dollar HUD grant that is now available again they have to roll it out they just made the announcement so guess what when they make the announcement that means that you are now aware and you can get ready okay so i will be talking about that and how it impacts your small business this is the way that your business can get access to these contracts and grants and opportunities is through these types of programs that are available but guess who they giving them to? Those that are ready. Those that are that are really serious about their business. They're committed to their business. They're operating their business correctly. Those are the ones that's going to be able to reap the benefits. So get ready now. That video again is coming on Thursday. They're they're rolling out more billions of dollars of grants that are available for small businesses to be able to go and get because they have money for problems that the government has that needs to be solved. And they want to give the money to small businesses to help solve those problems. And so we want your small business to be able to get access to some of those funds so that you can solve those problems. And I mean, I can't say this enough, how the federal government, the US federal government is the largest procurer of goods and services in the world, not just the US, in the world. 
and they already have a plan. They're already implementing the plan to have 50% of all government contracts for purchasing of goods and services to go to small business. Okay. But ask yourself, are you ready to go after those contracts? And I mean, businesses, basically any type of business you can think of can do business with the government. Maybe you you don't even think that your business may qualify for uh, a contract, and it can. Okay, so I talk about this all the time. If you haven't gotten our masterclass on getting your certifications, go get that masterclass. Go get your certifications. That is the best way. Yes, it's a it can sometimes be a challenging process, but because I went through that process well before COVID. When it time came time to get relief and go after grants, and people were like, how are you winning all of these grants and things like that? Because I already had my business properly set up. I had to go through the rigorous process to get certified. And they want to know all your business, okay? So I had to give them all my business. I had to get it and make sure everything was set up. So then it be, was easy to go after the grants because I had already been through the rigorous process. So, but once you do it, it's done. Then you can go after all of the opportunities that's out there. And what I'm I'm talking about six figure, seven figure, multi year opportunities for your business. And I'm especially speaking to those in underserved communities, minorities, veterans, women, businesses that are often left out, not able to get these opportunities. They're making the opportunities available to us. But are we ready to go after these opportunities? So again, now is the time. They're doing it. And they're already implementing dollars set aside just for us. And But too many times they can't find us, right? Not just at the federal government, at the state, the county, the city, right? They want to do business with us, but they can't find us. That means they have money to give us to solve their problems and they can't find us or we don't meet the qualification or we're not certified right so get in position determine what are your goals for your business what do you want what do you want what what monies do you want to make right so the relief is great relief is great but you can't sustain your business on relief uh for the entirety of your business or going into the next year so I'm trying to help set you up for success so that you can make the money that you need to make in your business to live the life you want to live, to take care of your family the way you want to take care of your family, to build the wealth you want to uh, create, and so that you can build legacy for yourself and your family, okay? So that's that. Next thing is SBA. SBA has a Thrive Leadership Program that they recently rolled out. It is available, again, all of these different types of programs that are available, they may be called accelerators or incubators, mentorship programs, whatever they are, is really to help you accelerate your business growth. So this program is available right now. It is for free. It is for free. Uh, you have to be making over 25000 uh, $200,000. $50,000 for this program. This is a leadership program. And for those that's asking in the back of your head who's making that much, it's a lot of people. It's a lot of businesses making that and more, okay? So that's what you're aspiring to if you're not there yet. There's, there's always somebody making more money than you, what you're making. 
okay? And you have to strive toward your goal. So 250,000 you need to have and be in business at least three years. This is a leadership program. So they want to make sure that you have uh, some years under your belt and then you need to have at least one W-2 employee to qualify for this program. You can learn more on the SBA's website at sba.gov. Okay. Uh, I think I got through most everything. This is really important as well. So recently I learned um, about a new requirement. I know it's in Ohio because I read the code that home health, please, if you're a home health care provider agency, agency provider in Ohio or wherever you are, check your state. In Ohio, they recently changed the code that says that every, every Ohio home health care agency has to have a $10,000 line of credit minimum. Now, my understanding is the reason for this is do, during the pandemic, many agencies failed to be able to pay their staff, okay, because we were hard hit. And so they want them to have a line of credit. My issue is, is that they're making this a mandate, you know, regardless of how much money a business owner already has, right? So I, I was contacted by home health care providers. Like that the only reason I need this is because I'm being mandated. Like I have like tons of money in the bank, right? But uh, I, I spoke to the importance and the benefits of having a line of credit before. Every business is strive to have a, a revolving line of credit that if and when something happens, you can pull from. But to have a mandate and not then make uh, make it available where they can go to get the line of credit. We already know how challenged it is, especially with underrepresented groups to get access to capital and get lines of credit. And then some of these agencies are nonprofits, which makes it even more challenging, right? So we even help with lines of credit, but some will not provide lines of credit to nonprofits. So you want to check on the, on the, the laws in your area and who is governing. Just start with who is governing home health, right? In your area, in your state. Start there and inquire, right? Now, what I do know is that you have an op you have an opportunity, right? To, so even if you're starting uh, your business, your home health agency, you have your, the plan has to be to get a line of credit. It has to be to get a line of credit, and then but you can apply for a waiver. Is my understanding, and to get like an extension where you can have a year to do it. But the bottom line is you have to get a line of credit. You have to get a line of credit. So if you need a line of credit, feel free to reach out to me. Email me at hello at shebosstalk.com and I can give you uh, some options for obtaining a line of credit, but understand that all of them have certain requirements. And so we have to continually as business owners work to get uh, our business at a, as, at a level that we can apply and get approved for these, these funds that are available, right? So you have to, there's a certain expectation that you're, uh, that you have a certain level of revenues coming in. 
uh, that your your personal credit is uh, above certain certain limits, uh, please let's get it up above 550. Let's work. If we're CEOs of our business, we should be doing everything in our ability to help our business grow including what we need to do in our personal lives that are that is impacting having an impact on our business and our business ability to, to grow right so if you know that you need your credit score needs to be at a 550 let's work on getting the credit scores up right because i know in my entire lifetime like i've always had a great credit history but things happen to people all the time and i had two instances uh, in my lifetime that caught that um that had an impact on my credit and my credit took a dip but i didn't just let it stay taking a dip i immediately and that the first time was when i left my job when that i had coming out of uh out of college and i left that job came back to cleveland and my credit took a hit but it, it never got below like 500 550 uh for some reason but I was able, when, when you take quick action, those actions you take can make a, a quick impact on your credit, on your credit profile, on your credit score. And I already mentioned the fact that many of you all that are in default on your student loans that are getting automatic fresh starts are gonna have a big bump in your credit. And for some of you all, that's the only problem, credit issue you have is the fact that you are in default of your, of your student loans. Right. So we want to work. We want to definitely make sure that we work on that. And then the last time was in uh, in 2019. So I talk about this all the time. I was down to 10 bucks. I was burnt out. I had given everybody everything. Right. And so I just knew my I knew my credit had tanked. I thought it was like in the 300s, but it didn't it didn't get below five. It didn't get below five. But again, I immediately got to work taking action to build my credit, just taking those steps, right? Eliminating any and all uh, bills, credit, you know, any and all payments, paying on time, getting a secured line, a secured credit card. Yes, I got a secured credit card, right? So that I could start building back up my credit and it's back over 700 where it usually is. So things happen, but we don't just stay there. So you have to constantly work on improving yourself, your your business, uh, your credit. Uh, it definitely works. And so when I, you know, just recently applied for a working capital and a line of credit, I was approved. Right. And I knew I was going to get approved. Right. It was a possibility I wouldn't. But I just knew the steps I had taken. I know I'm working in my business. I'm active. I'm bringing in consistent revenues. And even with a ding on my credit, I was able to get working capital and a line of credit. So these things are possible. So continue, continue to work every single day uh, on these different things to better position your business to get access to opportunities. One quick reminder. Um, homeowners uh, relief, rent reliefs are still available across the country. So if you need help in that area, apply for that. Child care provider grants are still available across the country by states. It's all, every state was federally funded for child care provider grants. So if you're a child care provider, you have an opportunity to get 
uh, one of these, uh, the grants that are available for childcare providers, both home and brick and mortar daycares uh, that take care of children. And those of you that have children uh, are some of the ones that will benefit from these grants because then they can provide grants uh, to you to help offset your costs, which we know are high. Childcare uh, costs are very high uh, in this country. So that's, though, that is what the grants are there for, uh, to benefit the child care center and you as the parent uh, uh, that is taking your children to uh, to the, the daycare uh, for um, uh, so that they can care for your children. So uh, it, talk to your child care provider, ask them about if, are there any grants uh, available? Okay. They, there may some, I can't guarantee there will, but you start with the ask. Okay. Uh, the employee retention tax credit continues to um, be available for businesses that have W-2 employees. So I continue to uh, push this, encourage you all to apply, to share with businesses you know, like those daycares, the dealerships you go to, the gas stations that you uh, patronize, the restaurants that you patronize, these hard hit uh, businesses. Retails uh, typically have W-2 employees, right? So if you know a business with W-2 employees, share this with them. Share our uh, employee retention tax credit videos with them and encourage them to complete the survey to see if they qualify, right? I can't tell them if they will or won't. Them answering the questions in 10 minutes will tell them if they qualify or not. What we do know is the average credit is $260,000. What I can also tell you is that there are a few people or companies helping businesses get access to this credit. And the ones that are, are helping the, the larger guys, right? Many don't look at the smaller businesses because they feel like, oh, there's no money in that. It's not worth our time like they did for PPP. We're helping. It doesn't matter what your business is, how much the credit, because we don't even know, right? Until you get all your documentation in. I've had people get a, a few hundred dollars in credit and up to uh, a half a million dollars in credit. So it varies across the board. What I do know is the majority of small businesses have 10 or less employees. So that's who I really want to get access to, right? Those that missed out on PPP. I, I mean, I spoke to a lady the other day. I've been working with her, working with our team of experts uh, because and she was just like, oh my God, I mean, I, I need this. I need this. She said, I missed out on PPP. I missed out on Idle. I can't tell you how many businesses missed out on all the programs because they just couldn't figure it out or they just couldn't get the help. Because business owners check out if they feel it's too complicated or overwhelming, they just give up on the process. That's why myself and my team are here to help support you in the process, making sure you get all your proper documentation uploaded because you will need your payroll documentation. You will need your payroll tax information uh, when you submit your survey, right? Uh, and so we want to help you with that because the IRS uh, is taking about eight months, right? So you're looking at getting your your um, your claim, right? Your refund on your payroll taxes uh, at the end of the year and maybe into the first of uh, next year. Uh, but we want you to get it in as quickly as possible. So uh, yes, this program is real. Yes, it's still available. 
yes, you can get it if you uh, also receive PPP. Uh, they will ask you for your PPP information if it was uh, if it was forgiven and what your forgiven uh, your forgiveness uh, payback your period it was your forgiveness period whether it was uh, I believe eight weeks or twenty four uh, the it changed between twenty in twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one so you can get access to this credit if you have five hundred employ W two employees or less. That's FTE. So you could have a thousand part-time employees and still qualify, right? So I'm trying to address all of the different questions or uh, things that I know have come up in the past where people just think that they don't qualify, right? So maybe your accountant or your bookkeeper or your payroll person didn't tell you. I can tell you uh, everyone, every business that we have helped to date, uh, we were the first ones that told them that this program was available. And if, if it were not for us, they would not have anything. They, they would not know. So even though they have to wait, it's worth the wait because you know you have something coming that you can plan towards. You know you have something coming. So again, I encourage you all to continue to share this information with as many business owners as you can. We appreciate you doing that. The, the impact you're, that you're making is huge because I, I know it. I get the emails. I get the messages. I get the phone calls. Uh, from business owners that are so thankful and appreciative that someone thought enough about, for of them to tell them about this program where no one else did. And if nobody tells them, they're getting zero. You can't apply for something you don't know about, right? Or maybe, you know, your accountant told you that back in 2020, you didn't qualify because you, you didn't have a revenue loss. Well, you can still qualify uh, even if you didn't have lose revenue, right? Because some businesses, they didn't lose revenue, but they may have been impacted in other ways by the shutdown. And we found that to be true uh, across the board. So uh, even if you may have not qualified before, you may qualify today. So I would encourage you to take the survey, answer the questions, and see if that is the case, if you qualify. Now, this is not for you if you're a W-9 or if you have W-9 workers, they're not employees. This is not for you if you're an Uber driver, right? Or a freelance worker, you don't have W-2 employees, right? If you are the owner and sole employee, W-2 employee like myself, I don't qualify yet based on the, the criteria because I am majority owner and sole employee, I don't qualify. And if you're the sole owner, any of your uh, employees that are relatives and they will ask you these questions, they do not qualify in your employee count uh, either. Uh, but all your other W-2 employees do. But you need to have the verification documents to support your claims, just like with anything else. You have to have the documentation to support, okay? Now, there, lastly, lastly, there are grants that are available. Like I said, other alternative uh options for funding is available i don't care what kind of business you have if you're a startup you just have an idea uh or if you've been in business for a long time i don't care if you're a woman business a male uh male uh what type of business or what type of industry you have there's a grant for you because i get these questions every single day so if you go over i highly recommend you follow us if you're not if you haven't liked our social media pages following us that's where all the information is. You can go directly to our grant tracker, which is in the description. Go get the masterclass, get the cheat sheet. 
you will find on our Facebook wall, we post almost every day a new grant that comes out. I mean, I just posted one on uh, the Taco Bell. Uh, Taco Bell. All of these businesses are coming out with grants. Taco Bell is giving out grants. Uh, I believe theirs, they're giving it out to uh, young people that have ideas. So for all you startups that say, what's av available for startups? Or if I have an idea uh, that is solving a problem, there are so many grants just for that. You don't even have to have a business. You would just have to have a project that solves a problem. And they will give you money. Okay? They will give you money. I, I just posted another uh, grant on our Facebook page today uh, that is for, is foot. I believe this one is Foot Locker. There's one for Taco Bell and one for Foot Locker. Uh, and one of them is for nonprofits. You can get up to $100,000. Now, they're select cities. So I talk about grants that are for, for select cities. There are often grants where it's regionally based. So they may take a number of different cities, usually metropolitan areas, uh, and then they will select those cities and give you an opportunity to get access to those grants. Go over to our Facebook page, check that out. Go to our grant tracker. There's still plenty, plenty of grants that are available for every type of small business uh, that, that is out here. Uh, don't box yourself into any particular uh, industry. Uh, just know if you're a small business, are you a woman business? Are you black owned? Are you minority owned? Are you veteran owned, right? Uh, are you LGBTQ? Uh, these, these different types of business categories all have grants. And there may be a particular grant that speaks to your particular category, but every small business uh, can get a grant. There, I mean, $100,000, $200,000 grants, $250,000 grants, Black Ambition is still uh, open. I'm working on that right now, up to a million dollars. I was just thinking over the weekend, I was laying in bed thinking about what if my, what if I won the hundred, what if I won the million dollars? Like what, what am I going to do with the million dollars? So I'm, I'm writing that out, like a million dollar grant, like I'm going to get it, right? And this is what I'm going to do with it. A million dollars, up to a million dollar grant that you can get with the Black Ambition Grant. I mean, the pots are getting bigger and bigger, but don't let that intimidate you. Okay, go after. I just applied for one uh, last night and I did a video on it, right? And this is like, this is their second round. And it seems like they just, I just applied for the first round a few months ago. That's how time is going by so fast. But is a, the round is back again, and they're giving out $50,000 $50, to small businesses. It's called the Ingredients for Success uh, Grant. I'll be posting on, on our Facebook page later today. It is already on our, our grant tracker. But know that these grants have multiple rounds. If you don't get one, apply for the next round and the next round and the next round until you get it, right? $50,000 that they're giving out. And I'm just like, I'm going to get this one, right? And I'm going to get on video whether I want to or not, uh, whether I have to do a few takes, I'm going to do it. <laughs> if I talk too much and I need to edit this video, which I did because you have, it has to be 60 seconds, not, not two minutes, I'm going to edit this video uh, so that it meets the requirements that they are uh, requiring of us. So uh, go and apply for these grant opportunities. 
if you go crowdfund, go to Kiva, Kiva, K-I-V-A dot org. Uh, that's another crowdfunding platform. You can get a loan, interest-free loan, 15, up to $15,000. And people all around the world can contribute to your campaign, right? And we fund we fund entrepreneurs on that platform. So if you have a campaign, send it to us. Once you get your campaign up and running, and uh, we will take a look at it and uh, decide if we will contribute to your Kiva campaign. So again, these are only a few of the different ways to access capital for your business. Every, cap every business needs it, uh, whether it's now or later. Know what your options are. So you have the options. Stay plugged in. With the community, She Boss Talk, continue to be the boss with Amplify Impact. Continue to stay safe and in good health. Have a goal-driven, productive week ahead. Bye.